to episode number 104 of I Only Like Their Old Stuff, the show that answers questions. I am J-Ho, and this is Groove. Hi. Hello. A show. Mm-hmm. 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 What's up this week? That's our new thing. We're not doing what's up anymore. Do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little sassy, a little sassy intro. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> that was that was weak. <laughs> so what's up? Oh, what's up? What's up? Oh, 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 that's old. Uh, I don't know. What's up? Let's get into the questions that we answered. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. No? I mean, sure. We are both sensitive people. I don't like where this is going. (laughs) 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 All right. What's uh, what you what you doing, Groove? Uh, well, I've got three things to talk about, All and right. I don't know where to put them necessarily. I'll tell you where you can put them. <laughs> uh, zing! <laughs> <laughs> What's your hype this week? Oh, dude, my hype is gonna be the meat of the show. I think. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. You know what it is. I know what it is. I'm looking forward to what, hearing about you want it. Me to, do you want to just have the meat up front? Main course? Yeah, let's, main let's course, and then we'll have a salad afterwards? Yeah, that sounds good. A digestif afterwards? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as I think I mentioned in the other show, I don't know if it got cut off or not, because we had problems with the last show. Uh, so I, everything got cut. Yeah. Well, I, I DJed the prom. It was my uh-huh. first prom. And, and it brings the show full circle because our first, our first like episodes, I think one of our first episodes was about me chaperoning the same prom because my roommate's a teacher. Yeah. And you know, over the years, I have criticized the various DJs they've had at prom because they've had some interesting ones. And finally, I got my opportunity to DJ the prom. Little known fact about me: I DJ as a hobby, uh, parties well, and stuff. And- Little known fact about you is that sometimes, every now and again, you'll put your money where your mouth is. That's that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And so, mm-hmm. and, uh, so I finally get the chance. You know, I get they they finally they're like, okay, well, we didn't even know you DJed, so why don't you come DJ the prom? And uh, uh, you know, great opportunity, I take it. But oh god, so much pressure, you know. And well, I, especially after all the listeners have heard you slag off DJs for so many years. Well, that's not the, I don't care about what the listeners think. I think I care about what these high school kids are the worst. They're the worst people <laughs> on the planet, okay? Yeah. Um I have played for them before at various camp dances at summer camp. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. are the mm-hmm, and they are the most critical audience you could ever have. I mean, think of the most critical audience and high school students are twice as critical. So I was like, think, think about that that bar with all the couches that gets a, that had the the film festival, yeah, last month. yeah, <laughs> the, then, uh, the the pretentious bar with the hipsters, and and they're worse than that. Yeah, yeah, they're worse than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so like I'm nervous, and I've got you know I got to get like the, the kids. Luckily, the kids like gave me like they sent they they sent me song requests i had to go through and vet all the songs and of course like you know i was told not to play anything dirty but even the clean versions of stuff are dirty now (laughs) you know 
<laughs> I was doing very specific instructions, you know. And so I'd like go through. It was very hard, and I was like, I know the four songs that they are going to ask me to play all night, and I cannot even play the clean versions of them. Um, give, me, what, give me an example of one. Booty me down. What? What? Booty, what? booty me down. Okay. I've never even heard of that song. Bo- well, I hadn't either, but now I have. Um, various other songs. Most of these songs now seem to be dealing with getting low, which I thought that was popular about four years ago, five yeah. years ago. But it's like get low. I got low with you. Low and booty. Booty in my low. Down low, down low booty, booty I mean, it down low, <laughs> get low, uh, get low and get booty, mm-hmm. move your booty low, get low okay. and get low. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you see the trend, right? I, I get the point. Uh, yeah. A pattern has emerged. They, they, getting low is popular right now. Uh, twerking is popular right now, I found out. Hey, shout out to the 90s. The, I mean... Who'd have thought that twerking, like, I was like, because I was watching all these music videos for these songs and stuff, and I'm like, everything is twerking. And I'm like, how, why is twerking popular now? And I know what you're going to say. For some of us, it never wasn't popular. <laughs> yeah. As someone who's been known to twerk in the past. You know, for those of us that can twerk, love to twerk. And you can twerk. I mean, I've seen it firsthand at weddings. I've seen you twerk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's there, but, like, the, you know, I've been kind of giving them specific instructions, like, we don't really want twerking, you know, <laughs> um, so that's, like, weird, and, and it's just, like, the music is weird, and I'm seeing the generational divide very, <laughs> you know, very clearly now, and the other thing that, like, the kids submitted was that a lot of Slayer, <laughs> a lot of requests for Slayer and various death metal, and, you know, it's that one kid, it's it's that, the, the five kids that come to the prom and are like, I can't believe I'm at the prom. Why don't they play yeah. any death metal? You know? Yeah. And I just am mm. imagining that. It was kind of a funny process. But anyway, I was like super stressed out. I didn't know if my system was going to be big enough, and I borrowed some more speakers. But yeah. set everything up. My buddy, DJ Lord Walrus, helped me set up. And, uh, you know, the kids are showing up, and... The, I turn the system up, and the bass is blowing the doors off the joint, right? Uh-huh. I mean, it is, like, super powerful. So I'm just, like, you know, I'm feeling good. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right. And they're like, turn it up. I turn it up, and then they're like, turn it down. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so anyway, I start playing, and, you know, I, and, and I, I haven't even, like, made any announcements yet. I'm, like, two or three songs you, in. You, you didn't say, get your hands in the air. Wave them like you just don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- so I- I'm playing, you know, I'm playing my intro stuff, which is stuff that I don't, the songs that aren't going to be as popular, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of getting those out of the way. And the power goes out. Uh-oh. Yeah, and not the power in the whole building, but the power in my system. And so I'm not, um. I'm like, uh uh what uh what i'm like looking for the exits i'm like okay there's an exit <laughs> over there there's an exit over there i can get out of there i can just leave all this stuff i can probably chalk it up to insurance i can say that the place is about burned down i could set the place on fire um <laughs> like all these thoughts are going through my head and i like the kids start booing immediately right so i've immediately lost these kids they're boo oh. boo music we want music now Boo, you know, and as they should, you know, as you'd expect them to. But sure. I'm like immediately, of course, I blame the venue, and I get the little venues like you know the 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 fix it person to come out, and they look at it and they're like, well, it's not our problem. And I like immediately, I find the problem. Right, it's my something has blown out my circuit in my uh, my power strip. Yeah. So I reset the power strip, and it all comes back on. Right. But yeah. I have to, like, restart my computer. Luckily, I th- had the foresight to bring my bullhorn with me. Yeah. I don't know what made me grab it, but I grabbed the bullhorn on the way out the door. Yeah. So I pulled the bullhorn out, and I'm like, hey, it's going to be another minute or two. We're pulling it back up. You know, sorry the power went out. Not my fault, even though it is. <laughs> um, you know, and then we started back up, and the rest of the night was awesome. Like, got them back, making, you know, I got jokes. I'm giving away prizes. 
I'm making them like do trivia questions for prizes and stuff. Say what? Yeah, man. I've got all these prizes. They give away all these prizes at their prom. Like they have all these nice prizes. I'm talking like Xbox 360s and stuff. What? So what? Well, hold on. What was what? Give me an example. What did some kid have to know to win an Xbox 360? Well, that was like a drawing prize. But they have all these yeah. other prizes from ten dollar gift certificates all the way up to Xbox 360s. The the big stuff was done as a drawing. They do a drawing for the kids every year for a senior girl and senior boy. And yeah. then, but there's other stuff like they we had Beats headphones, and I had a dance off for that, mm. <laughs> which was cool. And they were like, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know what these kids want to play for the dance off. They're like, uh, teach me how to Dougie. That's the Dougie. That's what we want. So, <laughs> so I play the Dougie, and I get my three finalists. Right, it's two guys and a girl, and I'm like, okay, y'all are the finalists, and yeah, I'm the only judge of this thing. And so I'm like, I'm gonna shake, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change it up on you, and I play a Justin Bieber song for him. Yeah. To make them dance to it, it's that baby song. Yeah. And they like, I play it, and they immediately just both stop and put their hands on their hips and look at me, all three of them. <laughs> and I'm like, you gotta, gotta do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they just break it down, right? And I was like, ah, see, you guys could do that. And uh, I don't know, it was legit, you know. I, you did, know. Did you give the, did you give the headphones to the girl? No, 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 I didn't. The guy won fair and square, and he had a sweet flat top too. Like uh, like Shumpert on the Knicks. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, that has to factor in because that's that's legit. Um, but he was the Obviously. best dancer. Um, but yeah, it was legit. I had jokes all night. Like after the system went down and can't, and I started it back up. The theme of the prom was the Great Gatsby. Yeah. <clears throat> so you know, 1920s or whatever. So like, yeah. I immediately get back on the mic and I'm like, I've been told that I'm only supposed to play music from the 1920s for the rest of the night. And I just like let it sit there. I just got caught, and they all were quiet. And then they were like, "Boo!" <laughs> and I was like, "Who's excited?" And they were like, "Boo!" And like one kid in the back is like, "Yay!" I guess he's a big fan of the Charleston or whatever. He's being ironic. Yeah, I love Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I like the rated R Gatsby. Yeah, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I like, I don't know, it was, it was good, we had a good night, played, uh, luckily a lot of the pop music is very house music oriented, anyway, a lot of it has a house beat, so I was able to, like, I laid down a few mixes, you know, nice, and they were into it, and they were like, like, every time I did the transition, they didn't know what song was coming next, and then the, the recognizable hook would come in, and they'd just be like cheering and screaming and putting their hands up. I had that, uh, uh, there's a house remix of Suit and Tie that I played that was a big hit. Now, did you hit record? I didn't. Fuck. I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. I didn't have to, I didn't, I was like seriously balls to the wall the whole time, just like busy, 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 you know? Did you wear your bear hat? I didn't. I didn't wear wow. it. Wow. Um, I, I well, thought may, about it. You but, know, may, maybe next year. Yeah, well, it was hot as blazes in there, so I think I would have passed out. Yeah, because it was super hot in there, but it was like a small room, really, for how many people there were. Five hundred people there. Yeah, biggest crowd I've played for, and um, but they were all dancing the whole night. Like had it filled the whole night. Played all the uh, played all the line dance type stuff, you know, like the cha cha slide and everything. And those are still a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, there's nothing like the feeling of playing a song like the cha cha slide and looking out and seeing everyone doing your bidding. You know, like, everybody's got their hands up. Everybody's, like, doing the thing. Everybody's clapping everybody, at the same time. Everybody just slid to the left. Yep. And you're just like, wow. <laughs> now, everybody, give me your wallet. <laughs> Speaking of wallets, did you happen to, to play I Left My Wallet and else again? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't, but I did have some, like, some kid came up and was like, hey, man, play something like an old school house party song. So I played the, <laughs> I played the Humpty Dance. That was a big hit. Nice. The Humpty Dance is your chance. Well, this song used to be R-rated back when I was in middle school, and now it's G-rated. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got to play a lot of stuff. And uh, they, they, of course, like, uh, like as I predicted, they all came up and asked for the four songs I couldn't play, and I'm like, I can't play that song. They're like, well, just play the clean version. I'm like, you don't, you don't understand what I'm saying. I cannot play that song. <laughs> and you shouldn't be listening to that. You should be ashamed of yourself. What was, the, what was the name of that song? That, that, booty, booty Me Down? Love? Booty On Down? Booty Me Down. 
booty me down. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go find that song. Yeah, you should. Well, there's I'm interested. Man, I, I've like right now a lot of the a lot of the rap songs are just people making noises and labeling it as a dance. Like there's there's the one song called the WAP now. Yeah. And it's just WAP 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 WAP. <laughs> it's like what is that? That's not even a song. That's just noise. <laughs> you're just making. You're li- You're seriously just making noises on a. And there's a half of a beat underneath it. Um, one of the most popular songs was uh, this song Bugatti. You ever heard of that? No. You know what a Bugatti is? Yeah, it's a car. Real expensive car. Yeah. Yeah. It's called. It's by this guy named Ace Hood. And the chorus of it is, he just screams, "I woke up in a new Bugatti," <laughs> which is hilarious to me because, like, it's just like what. So you had you just woke up in a new Bugatti. Like, what is what that? Ha- what happened last night? Wow! So you woke up. You didn't have one before the. And you don't even know if it's yours. You just know <laughs> that you woke up in a new one. <laughs> How'd you know it's new? He went to the <laughs> dealership. Why? Well, you know, he was in his in his. He was sleepwalking. Sleepwalked to the dealership. Bought one. Fell Got that new car it. smell. Yeah, I played that song twice. They just loved it. <laughs> they loved it. Uh, uh, and there's another one called "All the Way Turnt Up." T U R N T. Nice. And it goes all the way turnt up, over and over and over again, over and over and over again, and they love that song too. Um, said all that. Uh, Justin Timberlake, big hit. A lot of Justin Timberlake songs. A lot of requests for the old Justin Timberlake. You know, but that's great. That's good news. Played, you know, sexy back and uh, what's the uh, goes around comes around. Yeah, played the mirrors remix. It's good stuff, man. This this conversation has yeah. really let me know for sure that there is now a generational divide between me and the high school population of North America. Because you don't, you don't know any of these songs I'm talking about, except for the Justin yeah. Timberlake song. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I would have thought that I kind of knew. Yeah. You know? There's a country but, song featuring Nelly, which I think every three years there's a country song featuring Nelly. But... Which, which I'm okay with. Yeah, I'm alright. I, I heard it on the radio, I was like, I gotta play that. And I played it, it was a big hit. I'm kind of uh, like, Nelly can almost do no wrong in my book. Yeah, yeah. I mean, country grammar is that good in my opinion. Oh man, yeah, country grammar is a classic. So, yeah, well, that's awesome, that, man. So, yeah. do you think uh, you think the uh, prom committee is going to hire you out again next year? Well, I was told that um, I've told a couple things afterwards. I was told the the I was told that I was the best DJ they've ever had by the prom <laughs> organizer, the main organizer. And the next day, I got a text from her that said the kids were all talking about you on Twitter yesterday, and they said that you were really good. Hashtag DJ J-Ho. What's up? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I don't know. I would like to do it again. You know, I didn't think like what before leading up to it. I was like, I'm never doing this again. It's too much stress. It's too much pressure. You know, because like. This is one of those things, even more than a wedding, I'm like, I'm going to screw these people's lives up, you know? Because I can't remember anybody that talks about their wedding and goes, you know, oh, I can't believe the DJ didn't play that one song. But I know a lot of people that would be like, well, their prom, our prom sucked, you know? So I'm like just thinking, I'm going to ruin these kids' lives, you know? I think the difference is that you got those professional DJs like in Knoxville, Tennessee, there was a group called the party boys, Yeah, you know, and you would just hire them out for your party and they, they have the same set list for every event. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, so you yeah. got yourself a little bespoke set list for them. You personalized it worked out. Yeah. 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 I did it. I tried to play what they wanted, you know? And of course there was this, you know, you only hear the, the, as a DJ, you only hear the negative comments because nobody comes up and goes, you're so great. You know? Because they're dancing, yeah. you know? The people that, they're either dancing or complaining, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the, of course, they came up, we need something we can dance to. And I'm like, D- what? 
Do you not see the other 499 of you dancing out there right now? There's also the girl, always at every event, it doesn't matter what age group or whatever, there's always the girl that comes up and goes, can you change this song? And I'm like, you don't understand how this works, do you? You don't realize that this song's not going to play the rest of the night. I'm not a CD player. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For that, why don't you come up here and do this? How about that? You want to do that? No, but they're like, I, I just imagine when the person comes up and says that, I think that they think in their head that, okay, he's got the four-hour mix of this song. And he's just going to play it the rest of the night. He's never going to change the song. It makes me want to play that song 15 times in a row. <laughs> and just keep playing it, you know? You, you know who I was as a kid? What? I was the kid that was too scared to dance. Yeah. But like also wanted to slow dance with a girl, but was too scared to ask a girl yeah. to slow dance. And and so I'd like work all night long on on mustering up the courage to ask a girl and then I'd go to the DJ and I'd say, we play slow dance. We, we play slow song. <laughs> See, that? I would love that. The kids didn't even want to slow dance, man. I mean, they did reluctantly. But like yeah. when I was like, okay, I got to slow it down. Boo! Play Bugatti again. Boo! And so, uh, yeah, I like played it, you know, uh, played the slow dance. I only played a couple slow dances, but I did play, well, all my life. Away for someone like you. Nothing. I was like, it would not be a prom if I did not play this song. But this is some Casey and JoJo. Y'all ain't never heard it before, but this is the best prom song in the history of proms. You kids about to fall in love. You're about to fall. Y'all are going to be in love forever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I played that, and that was yeah, a moderate hit. They were all they were all slow dancing, you know. So. Um, yeah, and uh, oh man, I had a lot of requests for the, uh, what's that song? Oh, Harlem Shake. Really? Which is weird, because that song is not much of a song. No, it's not. It's really just it's... that intro part, and then the ba- the bass drop, and then it just kind of repeats itself, you know? Yeah. So what I did, I was, I was like, okay, we're going to try to do this, like like, for real. And so I need the one person to lead it off, like the Harlem Shake you know, videos, I was like, you know, y'all seen the Harlem Shake video, so, I, like, I got, you know, got, like, who wants to do that, and you know, I got the request for that, you know, I got the uh, the volunteer for it, and so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we're gonna do this like normal, this guy's gonna be dancing crazy, and y'all act nonchalant, don't look at him, don't pay attention, whatever, and we're gonna do it a couple times, right, so we're gonna practice it, we're gonna do it a couple times, and uh, I did it, and it was a huge hit, you know, I did nice. it, and the bass dropped, they all went crazy, and then I, like, stopped it, and they were all, like, turned and looked, and then I did it again. We did it like four times in a row. <laughs> and it was cool, man. It was cool. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to drop it on you later in the night. And I want you all to do this exact same thing. And so I did, and they did it. And it was That's, that's legit. Because that, that's, that's just taking the cherry off the top, not having to bother with the cake at all. Yeah, yeah. And I just I dropped it on them later. Yeah, exactly. They just the, the good stuff. And, uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty fun. Kind of, it's they, kind of silly. They but. just got to eat the middle of the Oreo and didn't have to bother with the with the yeah, cookies. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I figured they'd be jaded and wouldn't want to. They'd think that wasn't cool or something, you know. But they requested it. They wanted to do that. So yeah, I don't know. Nice. It was it was cool and um, yeah. So it was a fun night. It was it was interesting. I, you know. I feel like we should stop the podcast now. I mean, we can if you want. <laughs> well, I got a couple things to ask you about. Yeah, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the I, I think the first thing, just to fill you in, okay. just about where I'm at. Okay, what kind of life I'm living right now? All right. Mackenzie and I did a a little retrospective over the past ten, fifteen days, maybe. Yep. And rewatched something. In order to prepare for the newest installment. Okay. Uh, it was the Fast and Furious series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and and we went last Sunday and watched the the Fast 6 oh, movie. Oh, right. How was that? It, well, it came out here first. And, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of different things that I want to talk about with, with this, but but I recognize you. I guess you haven't seen it. When did you stop watching this series? Man, I've probably got three in. I never watched Tokyo Drift, I don't think. That might have been the third one. 
Yeah, Tokyo, it goes fast, the, what, the Fast and the Furious, and then whatever the second one was, and then Tokyo Drift, and then it's whatever, I don't even know what the fourth one was called, and then it was just, oh, it was Fast and Furious, and then Fast Five, yeah, and then Fast Six. Yeah, and so I've only seen two, but I, I so, but I'm, a, I, I don't, I don't, I don't shit on that series. So that series is like, I'm, I'm into that. I'm good. Well, I'm the good series has gotten better with time. Yeah. Because it's grown into itself. Yeah. And it's become unapologetic. Right? Yeah. And, and it's become self-aware. And, Skynet yeah. is online. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the, and it really became apparent in fast five. Yeah. 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 And this one, this one is just so over the top. The whole time, Ken's and I, we were in a packed theater, right? I mean, it was almost sold out. And we were just about the only two people cackling the entire time. Yeah. Which made us really self-conscious because, like, maybe we, you know, like, maybe people take the movie seriously. You know, yeah. like, they're really going and believing it. But it's an English crowd, too, right? So it's like, they're, 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 who knows if they like the car culture thing as much or any of that stuff, you know? like yeah. It's true. That's true. I mean, whatever. But so Fast Five. Yeah. Fa- well, fast Four, whatever it was called. Yeah. And then Fast Five and Fast Six. Technically, they've rewritten this story. They've retconned stuff, right? They've well, they've. There's a character in Tokyo Drift that dies. Right at the end of Tokyo Drift, it's real heartbreaker. It's real tearjerker. Right. Right. But he's in four, five, and six. No, no, no. T- you don't know, man. Tokyo Drift is in the future, dude. No, no. It is. No, it is. No. I know. I know this for a fact. Tokyo no, Drift is I, in the future. I know that they have now positioned it. Yeah. To be that Tokyo Drift was in the future. Yeah. But when they wrote Tokyo Drift, that was not the plan. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That they've that that they've done some explaining later on, yeah, so that they can the have future. that guy. Yeah. And I'm I'm totally with it. Like I don't give a fuck, right? Yeah. Like I'm look if I'm trying to poke holes in this plot line, you know, there's easier targets. Yeah, right. But uh, but the very there's a there's a reveal at the end of uh at the end of the credits in this one. Yeah, and uh, I'm don't just gonna it. go ahead and spoil it. No, I want to see it. Well, is it is it gonna ruin the experience for me? I, I don't think it will. Okay, okay, go. It's uh, fine. If anything, it's only going to hype it up. Okay, that's fine, that's fine. So, after the credits, they're showing you the scene from Tokyo Drift. Okay. Where this character dies. Yeah. And in the movie, Tokyo Drift, it looks like an accident. And in the end of the credits in Fast 6, it is revealed that it's a murder. Oh man. And the the guy that murdered this character? Yeah. Is Jason Statham. <laughs> what? So, so Jason so, Statham's going to be like in the next installment or something. Yes, because because the really the way the story goes, you know, you can assume that the rock is out now. Yeah. I mean, the rock came in in Fast 5 and they doubled their profits, right? They went yeah, from yeah, 300 yeah. million worldwide to 600 million cuz everybody loves the rock. Yeah. So I'm assuming he's saying, well, I'm done after this one, or you guys can't pay me enough. So they're thinking, who else has a large international audience that can be a, a good hype man? And they're thinking, who else is really famous for driving cars, i.e. the transporter? Let's, yeah. just, let's just have those two worlds exist in the same universe. Yeah, pretty much. Why not? <laughs> Fucking, it was so awesome. I love, I love that theater so energized, ready for the next one. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so glad that Paul Walker's getting work. <laughs> Gotta look, you know like there was a period there he wasn't in like I, don't, I think he was just in the first one and then he came back in the fourth one or whatever mm-hmm. but like i was like well worried because like what else is paul walker gonna do except for this movie you know like paul is, paul walker is the poor man's keanu reeves yeah he really is yeah <laughs> i don't know big fan of that um yeah sweet that's that's oh and I, I, michelle rodriguez is back right she is back, and that was the thing at the end. Of, uh, so we were rewatching all these movies, yeah. right? And uh, Mackenzie had fallen asleep when we were rewatching Fast Five, and I was like dicking around on my computer. So I let it roll through the end of the credits, 
yeah. on on Fast Five, and I realized there's a there's a cut scene at the end of the credits on Fast Five too, where Ava Mendez, who was in the fourth one, yeah, uh, or maybe the second one, yeah, the fourth, no, no, it was I, the fourth, yeah, whatever, it doesn't yeah. matter. She walks into the Rock's office. And she's like, yo, you're going to want to check this out. And he's like, oh, these guys, I'm done with this case. And she's, she has him open the folder, and it's a picture of Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, uh, yeah. So that, yeah, yeah. I mean, who would have known to stay to the end of the credits on Fast Five? Yeah. But, so I love Michelle Rodriguez. Pretty, pretty much anything with Michelle Rodriguez I'm a fan of. So. Well, you definitely need to go check out Fast Six. Well, that's some hype, man. I'm into Dude, it. That's good. It's totally hype. That, that is my hype. Um, why I, wouldn't it be? Why not? I, <laughs> I got a not hype for you. Okay. That I have a feeling you're going to have an opinion on. And, and I have an opinion on it as well. But it's not fully fleshed out. And that is uh, the office finale. <sighs> yeah, it's interesting. I didn't – that could probably be on my consuming. Um, so, you, so you didn't – so you did see it. I – after we talked on the last episode, yeah. I went and caught up. But did, right, So you completely watched all this season? I watched the entire season because I didn't want any kind of, like, you know, spoilers online or something yeah. for me to inadvertently catch it. So not I that just they, caught Not up. that they really could have spoiled anything. I mean, maybe one moment, but, um, yeah. Uh, I already And I already knew that, you know. That, yeah, but that, what, uh, if oh. you don't want to be spoiled, skip ahead. 10 minutes or something or don't listen to the rest of the show but anyway we're gonna keep talking about the office finale um the first of all what about andy bernard over the season that's the number one thing for me what what's your opinion on the andy bernard character this season i'm pretty aligned with you like unnecessary miscellaneous character you know like or or guy that had potential i guess at some point like i always really loved him when he was a salesman, yeah. Once he got promoted, that character jumped the shark. But like, just waste of a character arc, right? Like, and why make him rise to the top and then just kind of like whimper off into the back to the bottom? You know? Yeah. And, and very strange in the way they did it. You know, like they're very redemptive with him. You feel, you know, you you hate Andy at one point in the early on and then you start to really like him a lot and they build mm-hmm. up all this and they're like they build up all this goodwill and then they're like ah pull the rug out from under you you're not supposed to like him i think it had to it had to be his movie career well, yeah obviously he was off filming the hangover three was the thing that like kept him out of the season most of the season but I don't know. It's just weird the way they did it. I don't know why they couldn't have just left, like, l- had him leave the show last season or left, like, left him on a high. Um, I didn't really like the thing they did with him and Aaron. I kind of wanted them to be together because it just seemed like they were both oblivious people and should have been together. But yeah. I, whatever. I, that's, that was the number one thing out of the season to me that was so weird. But all right, so finale. What opinion on it? My, yeah, my opinion is that they they tied it up way too neatly. Like when when they're sitting there and like like at the symposium, and like like Aaron's adoptive parents show up, and I I, I just didn't see how that added much to the show. And then having um uh like the whole thing with Andy crying, and then having been a viral video, and then. He gave the commencement address and, oh, and everybody in the office takes a moment's pause and says, oh, that actually was kind of good. Like things like that happened in the show and it took me out of the show. And it was just very obviously like we're trying to give the fans what they think they want. But it's always best when you don't get what you think you want. Yeah. Right. When there's some sort of disconfirmed expectation. And I was okay with the, uh, you know, finishing up Jim and Pam stuff. That was all right. And having that moment where Steve Carell returns as Michael Scott. That was really endearing to me. I was okay with that. I expected that to happen too, you know? So, so I'm being kind of hypocritical and like some things that I, I guess I wanted to happen or, or, or there's some things I guess that happened that I didn't really want to happen. I didn't really care if they happened. Yeah. It was just a part of the character. Cause that, that kind of stuff doesn't really happen. And you've been saying this for 
ever since the bat episode where <laughs> Dwight believes Jim is a vampire, like the show is no longer within the realm of my willingness to suspend my disbelief. And I, I was willing to go much further than you yeah. in my suspension, but that show just kicked me in the balls with how much they were tying it up that I, I, it turned me off and left a bad taste in my so mouth. So finally you've, you've like said, okay, the fantasy world doesn't work for me. Like, yeah, that show is net. The show, when that show was the best is when it is dealing with believable situations that you could find yourself in. Mm-hmm. Um, because funny, ridiculous things do happen to you, you know, um, in life and, and things that you wouldn't believe, especially working in a place like that. I, you know, having worked briefly in a place that was an office, crazy things happen. You are with these people all the time. But when they take it to this absurd level where you just can't believe it, like this season and last season, everyone should have been fired. Oh, there's another. There was another one of those examples. The Kelly and Ryan shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, really? And not only was the Kelly and Ryan thing absurd, but the fact that they handed the baby over to Nelly. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that like, was just even more like, okay, we're just doing this, just wrapping everything up all neatly, aren't we? We just assumed that everybody wants Nellie to have a baby. Let's just give her this abandoned baby so she can take it back to Europe. Yeah, I, I mean, and, like, why not have her show up with a baby already? Why not have her show up and be like, I adopted this kid? You know, like, why do we have to wrap it up in the episode? Why can't it be it's six months later? Why can't we wrap it up? Yep. A, you know, more realistic way. It's interesting because I read that I tend to, like, after every episode, especially the past couple seasons, to kind of like judge my view of a of an episode, I go to the AV Club, the Onion AV Club, because uh, mm-hmm. I, I like their reviews on a lot of shows, because they tend to be pretty pretty honest. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I'm interested to see what this episode, because I, I the show the episode was okay, but it was a C to mm-hmm. me. It wasn't a D, it wasn't an F, it was a C. But that show should have wrapped up with an A. Yeah, and it deserved to wrap up with an A, I think, even after all the squandered goodwill. Um, but they they gave the episode like an A minus, and really? I was like, yeah. But and I know reading it, the guy's like, he's like, I think that when I go back to this next uh, in the fu- I don't think this show this finale will hold up over time, and I think that I'm seeing it through rose colored glasses. And I was like, yep, I think you are, because I could see where you could you could fall into that niceness of how they wrapped everything up and. You Me know. being a perennial defender to come out and, and, and agree with you that it's a C. Yeah. Proves that that guy was, he was really high. Yeah. Just sad. Yeah. And, uh, and I think you will see that it doesn't hold up over time. Um, and yeah. And me being a perennial hater on it and saying, well, it wasn't the worst episode ever. Yep. There are things I really liked about it. I thought that the Michael Scott thing was done perfectly. I thought that yep. that, they did just the right amount of it. It wasn't about him. He didn't make it about him. It shows that the character has grown. He's got his own life. But he's got two phones for he's, all his pictures. Those little moments were good, you know? Like, that's yep. pushing it to the limit of believability. But with that character, you could believe that. Yep. And I don't know. Like, that, they did that very well. Um, I think over the season, they did really well with uh, Dwight Schrute. I think they did a pretty good job with him. Um, yep. but like the Jim and Pam thing had to wrap up like it did. I think I, well, to go back to Dwight, I think what, what made it okay. Like what sealed it for me is one of those moments that wasn't really too bad was his last talking head where, you know, he said, do, you know, do you have good relationships with your coworkers? Yeah. And he starts out saying, well, I don't have coworkers. I have subordinates, but then he goes on to talk about, you know, his best friend, yada, yada, yada. And, um, you know, Oscar being the godfather to his child and Pam yeah. being his best friend. I don't know what he said about Jim, but well, yeah, that, I, was, that was it. I thought they did a nice job with his relationship with Jim. Like, finally being like, well, okay, these guys really are friends. They hate each other at times, but they really are friends, you know? Like, yep. they kind of, like, did that. And I thought that was, that was uh, emotionally true. Um, mm-hmm. to the characters. Uh, the Jim and Pam stuff was not true to the characters, I didn't think, and I thought it was just weird, but I think they had to wrap it up the way they did, because if not, 
what is the message there? Like, Jim is trying to achieve goals, and just because Pam doesn't want to move from Scranton, he should not achieve any goals when she's just working as a salesman at the paper company? You well, know what I mean? Like, I understand that it's like, well, family's more important than these things, but can't we have both? Yeah. Well, it's it's a... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's not an easy uh, issue to try to tackle, let alone in a comedy, right? Right, Where, yeah. Um, because I was made a tad uncomfortable as well in the last two or three episodes where like, okay, so Jim has decided to stay and and he's, he's, he's doing it for her, right? He's doing it for himself as well, right? right? Like he, he made a decision that his, his wife and his family are more important than his career goals. Okay. And that's fine. And I can support that. Right. Honorable. Um, But the way that the show handled it seemed to me as if he was meant to prove that before he was allowed to then pursue the, the goals. Yeah. That having uh, the reveal that Pam was in the bathroom when he turned down Daryl to go to Austin, you know, um, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I, I felt like that. It made no Pam see like handle... Pam almost seemed mean spirited about the whole thing. Like she was manipulating him to make him do what she wanted to do. And then I don't know. It's just weird. I didn't like it. But those characters should have rode off into the sunset after they got married. Really, yeah. If I'm being honest, like that. That the whole show has taken a downturn since their marriage. Right, and they they should have just written them out of the show that season, I think, and that would have been great, you know. But the uh, you know the problem I, I watched that little special too about yeah. um, about it. I don't know if it was in that or if it was in some uh, no, it was a podcast I was listening to, and they weren't talking about this show. They were talking about some other shows about yeah. how you know television really is. It's hard to change a show, yeah, because half the audience at least doesn't want it to change at all. This is, this is comfort food. You know, this Mm -hmm. is, I I know what to expect and I want to get what I'm going there for. You know, I'm inviting this into my home every Thursday night or whatever day it is. And, uh, and I want to get what I came for. Yeah. So it would have been impossible to write them off the show, even though that would have been the right decision. Well, yeah, I, I get that. But I think that they had an opportunity when Michael Scott left to, to, totally reinvent the show as something a little different but with the same kind of inspiration and how about i think they did how about so. uh saul from breaking bad hey. in uh in that episode where pam interviewed in philadelphia oh yeah yeah uh, you haven't been watching breaking bad have no you? no that's on my list to get started that, next, so. that guy's a really good comedic actor oh He's, uh it, the uh steve odenkirk yeah, is that, isn't he from the state or something? Yeah, he no, he was in uh, Mr. Show. Oh, okay. It, it, he's, he is really funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It, it, he did a good... That, that episode was pretty good. But, um, yeah, anyway, we don't need to go on too much more about it. But, yeah, it was... We it, I didn't... The thing is, I had no emotions about the show. And I think I was supposed to be crying. And I had yeah. no emotions about it at all. I was like, well, that's an ending. That That's... That's exactly how I felt too. Yeah. So, oh, they were going for the they were going for the tears here. Yeah, but you did, but you didn't earn it. You didn't earn it, so I'm not giving it to you. You know, like yeah. y- even though I really want to. Yeah, because I love these characters. I do love these characters, but you just you didn't earn it. I don't know. Interesting. Glad you got a, you got another hype? Um, no, I, my life is great right now. What about hype still out? Uh, we got a new AC unit here at our house. Yeah. And it's got the thing you can control from the phone. What? Yeah, you can control it from your phone, like turn it on and off. <laughs> so yeah, if you're if you're out away from the house and you forgot to turn the AC off, you can turn it off. You're living in the future. Man, dude. I, I'm, well, I'm a little worried that this house is going to become self-aware. And Well, I'm thinking that maybe... This really sets you up for a nice practical joke on your roommate. Oh, man. I can't wait to turn the heat up to, like, 100 while she's here and I'm out of town. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to happen. That is gonna, <laughs> that's going to happen until as many times until she tells me I cannot use the, the, the thermostat anymore. 
bullshit. It's going to happen as many times until she tells you to move out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the three strike policy on that one. So we got that I, going on. Yeah. I'm thinking it'd be better rather than turning the heat on in the summer while you're out of town is to turn the AC on when you're <laughs> when, when you're out of town in the winter. In the winter. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Just freezing. Oh man. Um yeah, so we got that going on. My other hype still out is I got this wedding coming up this weekend, uh, doing a friend of mine's wedding. Um, yeah. And after the prom stress, this is going to be really fun, I think, because they, they want me to – they've requested the bear hat. Yeah. They know that I usually DJ in the bear hat. They've requested it. Um, so that's cool. And they also want me to play a lot of music that I listen to anyway, like – indie rock stuff and they're very you know and queen and fun rock stuff and then fun old rap um so i think it's going to be really cool and laid back you know maybe you can hit record so, on that session yeah i, I want to because i think you'll probably enjoy it so i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best to record that one nice yep so it's still out on that so uh, uh what about you i i've got a consuming okay and and i'm wondering if you've got an opinion on it as well all right. And that's that new Daft Punk. Um, ah, <laughs> funny that you mentioned that. That was the song that the girl told me to change. Really? When I was playing it was uh, that uh, Get Lucky song. Yeah. Which is the first single off of that album, I think, right? Right, yeah. Uh, it's got Farrell, uh, Pharrell on it. Right. Uh, which I didn't realize that was him. I didn't realize it was them when I heard it on the radio. Um, yeah. but I saw that song and I was like, I'm going to play that song, you know? And I played it and I th- I think it's really cool. You know, like it's got a disco vibe to it. Um, yep. but yeah, that's the one that the girl came up and was like, can you change that song? And I was like, really? The Daft Punk song. You really chose the Daft Punk song to, for me to change, you know? Like, no, I, and I let it play to the end. It's like an eight minute song. I let yeah. it play all the way to the end. Was going to cut it out early. Played all the way to the end. Um, I haven't listened to the rest of the album, to be honest, but I do like that song. As we've talked, I am not the greatest Daft Punk fan, but I will give it a shot. And I do, you know, I like them well enough. So, Well, it's a departure. And, and I think them leaving where their home has been and going to this new place, which isn't really that new, yeah. as you can tell from that song. Yeah. Like, new in the sense that it is a, it's kind of a throwback album to more 70s and 80s pop. And it's also, you know, it's all real instruments. They, they, they played real instruments uh-huh. all the way through this album. And so if you like Get Lucky, that's the most poppy of all the songs on there. Yeah. But I think them leaving where they were, they headed in a direction that is closer to you. Uh, okay. So I think, I think in fact, it, you're going to, like, really enjoy the album. Uh, it's been playing nonstop for me for the past week, I guess. Yeah, because I was listening to it on iTunes. Like they had it streaming on iTunes mm-hmm. before it came out, and um, and I bought it the day it came out. <clears throat> and uh, there's a couple of things that are really good about it, but the one that I my favorite song on it is a one that they've had a ton of people collaborate with them, right? Um, in fact, Pharrell's on more than one song. He's on two songs, and the other one he's on, I think you're going to like a lot as well. Yeah. Um, but they've got a song with Panda Bear. Oh, cool. And, and it's really, it's just, it's basically a Panda Bear song. <laughs> so it's act, so it's like really close to home for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the fact, but it's also, you know, I mean, it's Daft Punk, you know. So it's funny because, so I was reading this interview with them in GQ right before it came out and they were talking about how, you know, essentially they, they wanted to kind of try something new because they've, you know, the, the, whatever, they've been making music for 20 years, you know, it's time to do something different. And, um, and, and I can't summarize much else of the interview, but it had that whole feel right of, okay, this is where we're at. This is where we've been. We have nothing left to prove, you know, we've got the money. We did. And they, and they in fact spent, massive amounts of money on this uh album and and so i was it i was hanging out with some people last night and i brought it up right i said oh you know you guys you guys listen to that new but daft punk and one guy said oh yeah they've totally sold out <laughs> and i'm thinking to myself okay these guys released their first album in 97 right like yeah 
what do they have to sell out to or for? Well, it, it, what they didn't sell out when their music's been used on every commercial for the past 15 years either. Like that. Well, he did say, well, after the Tron album, I just, you know, I oh, just can't. Oh, shut really up. The Tron it. album was ex- is spectacular if you don't have that. That's funny that you bring that up because we've never talked about that on here, but I really love that. And the remix album of the Tron album I thought was really good. But anyway, keep going. But these, these guys are multimillionaires. They're, I mean, like, even if they were selling out, which I don't think they are, I think they're entertaining themselves. Like, what's wrong with that? Yeah, well, it's like Radiohead. Like, I would love for Radiohead to make OK Computer again. They ain't gonna do it. God bless them. I like ten percent of their stuff now, and that's fine enough for me. Yeah, I'm glad that they're doing new stuff. I'm glad that they're yeah. trying other things. That's good for them. They made their money. They don't have to prove anything to me or anyone else. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I saw a lot of comments from hardcore Daft Punk fans on my Facebook that just say, meh, meh, which makes well, me want to listen to it. But uh, Yeah, for one, yeah, that should make you listen to yeah. it. Um, because, I mean, it's the same for any band. Once they try something new, then all the hardcore fans get butthurt over it. Yeah. But, like, I, I will say that now that I've listened to the album about ten times, yeah. I've begun to skip a few tracks. Yeah. But that's only because some of the tracks are really slow, and I don't want slow. I want dance music yeah. from these guys, you know. And I don't begrudge the the songs that I don't listen to. I but I do skip them now. Um, yeah. But I've also that song with Panda Bear. Yeah. I've never in my life put a song on repeat. <laughs> oh really? Like one song. I've never listened. I see. To I do that all the time. Ever. I do that all the time. Well, I'm um, I, I did it last night with that with that Panda Bear song. It's fucking legit, dude. I, I, I got to get the album. Um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I get that this like Scissor Sisters vibe from that first song, and I like the Scissor Sisters a lot. So it's kind of cool. It's like fun what you've been consuming? That Candy Crush Saga. Okay, what level are you at? Candy, I call it Candy Crush Saga. <laughs> um, I'm at sixty five. So I told. <laughs> I told Grizzles not to download that app. Yeah. I said specifically, do not download Candy Crush. You're going to get cavities. Yeah. He, he's just about to lose his job. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? So, so for those of you that don't play this game, it's kind of like Bejeweled, right? Um, and there's all sorts of different power-ups and different limitations that the game builds in as you move on through the levels. Yeah, it's a puzzle and, game. Yeah, and, and and every now and again you have to buy your way into a new level or you can sell out <laughs> and post to like Facebook and get your friends to like it or some shit like that to get in for yeah. free. But but the game also limits the amount of lives you can play at once. So you get five lives and once you use those five lives you have to wait like twenty five minutes for the life to regenerate. So you, you can play your five games all at once and then have to wait like an hour and a half to play again. But what, what Josh has figured out is that once he gets to the end of his five lives, he goes into his phone's settings and he changes his phone's location five hours into the future and then opens the app back up and he's got his five lives back again. <laughs> Cheater. Hall of Victory. If he, if he gets – that's, that's awful. That's awful. <laughs> it's awesome. That's terrible. Um, he told me how to do it. And I, I, I couldn't bring myself to do it just because, like, I know at that point that's problematic behavior. Is he not using Facebook with it at all? I don't think he is. No. See, I've I've got mine. Well, he hooked... doesn't have Facebook. Oh, he doesn't. Um, I have mine hooked in with my Facebook, and I have no shortage of lives because people just give me lives all the time. Like, how do they do that? How do you get lives? It asks you like at the end, like when you when you end a level or something, it'll ask you. It'll bring up like random five people on your Facebook that have the game. Mm-hmm. It only deals with people that have the game, really. Um, mm-hmm. And it'll say, do you want to give these people lives? And you just check them. Like, you check the boxes and you say, sure. And it doesn't do anything else and it just sends them lives. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I have, like, at any point in time, I have, like, eight lives sitting in my inbox. And you just choose one and say, I'll accept this one. And then it gives you the life. You don't have to use them all at once. Um, So there's benefits to using Facebook with it. And, I, I, you know, I don't like bothering people. But it doesn't really post on my behalf or anything. So, but uh, That's... That, that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, you might want to. You might want to do it. I don't know. I, I never have. I always have enough lives for the amount of time I have to play the game. See, but, that's the thing. 
I've only got a certain amount of time to play the game. Yeah. So I, I'm good with only having five lives at a time. Yeah. But then it becomes a problem when, like, after after work's done, you know, like in the evening, like I want to play that game yeah. while I'm watching TV or something. Yeah, or when you're going to bed or something like that, you're like, man, I play a little bit, and then you run out of lives. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a fun game, and I, I have spent probably $4 on it so far. Yeah. But I've played it for three weeks, and I think I've probably gotten $30 worth of entertainment out of it. Yeah. So it seems like I've heard, like, on the Giant Bombcast, they were kind of dogging on it for making you pay. Yeah. But I'm okay with it, because I, I think it's a $10 game, maybe. I don't know. I paid $10 for Peggle, you know? and it's, it's, That's a great analogy. It's Peggle-y. It doesn't give me quite the same feeling as Peggle, but um, it's a nice little bite-sized game. Some of the levels have taken me, like... I've only used the Buy More Lives once. Yeah. Uh, some of the levels have taken me a solid five days to complete. Oh, I'm on a level right now that's I've been on uh, probably ten days in a row. Yeah, uh, and that's okay. Yeah, but I'm on level 147. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's you are way ahead of me. I can't imagine how hard it gets up there. So. But you know the thing is, like, I still can't see the end. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the point. Right, <laughs> that's the point. I'm going to keep you hooked into it. Like it, it has kept my attention a lot longer than some of those other games have. So. It's funny though, too, because like I'll, I'll I'll be on a level for ten days, and then I'll finally beat it, and then I'll smash like the next three levels pretty easily, and then I'll reach another one that's that's a problem. I think that's a design choice too. Uh, I I do too. I, yeah, because I, I think they want you. That's that carrot on the stick. Like ah, I'm good at this game. I'm really good at it. Okay, then now I'm stuck again, you know, but I don't well, feel stuck because I feel like I accomplished something. It's but it's not just that, it's also like the further you get there's different elements, right? Yeah. That that prevent you from succeeding in the level. And so I'm better at some puzzles than I am at others. Yeah. And so like I get to the one that I'm not good at and I have to sit on it and really just kinda like play it with very little strategy, hoping that I get some power ups for free. Yeah. Well, it's weird because it's weird because I feel like some of the strategy is an illusion. Yeah. Like, some of it is like, well, is this a strategy here? No, sometimes it's just the random how they set the pieces up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. But it's it's fun. It's worth getting. It's free to play it, and you can at least play the first 25 levels or something for free without having to buy uh, the next. But so even long. now, after the update, like, I think you can you can play previous levels to unlock the new stage oh really i i saw the last time i paid for a new stage like it said you can play these challenge levels but uh, i only had like one life left so i was like fuck that i'm just gonna pay the you know one dollar or whatever to move on i mean i'm at the point where i'm like i'm willing to kick these guys a little bit of money for developing this sure sure yeah i'm not gonna buy the uh, power-ups uh, no, one of them's forty dollars <laughs> one of the power-ups is forty dollars Fuck that. God, I wish I lived in a world where I could spend forty dollars on that, on a phone game. On a uh, yeah. Of course, we're, I guess now in 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 today's environment, um, in this like economy, phone games, phone games are starting to be like I'm starting to treat them as like it's the only video games I play. I, I'm the same way, man. I've been I've been singing this song for about two years now. Like I play phone games and I I see them as games. Yeah, I like them. I like to play the phone games. I like a good, solid game. I like to have it. It's nice. It's it's my Game Boy, you know? Yeah, it's true. And the amount of public transportation I take these days? Yeah, uh, for, for sure, for you, having to do that. like It's not right. bad. It's a nice little checkout. Yeah. Cool. You got any more consuming? Nah, man. I think that's good for me. It's a fun episode. It's good. Long episode. Longest one we've done mm. in a while. About a solid hour. So, uh... Yeah, you can check us out, facebook.com slash IOLTOS network, uh, twitter.com slash IOLTOS, or you can email us, I only like their old stuff, at gmail.com. Um, shout out to Zell, who is the only one that ever talks about us anymore. And, uh-huh. Uh-huh, and shout out to Uh-huh. That's my hype still out. Well, uh-huh. I'll give a shout out to uh, Pantheon fan Delaney. Yeah. The the Delaney's. Congratulations, you guys. You're moving to Vermont. Oh, they got the job, huh? Yeah. Well, good good for them. Yeah. I'm happy for them. That's good. That's uh, it. Funny 
Yeah, uh, what? that's it. I, I I need to say this next part off the air. <laughs> it's not derogatory or anything. I just don't want to. All right, we're out. <laughs>